0: Hi and welcome to another one of our little podcasts. Uh, today is another live podcast so that I can get the lectionary and the uh, study that goes with it for today, or at least the homiletic part out and uh, main reason is because I've been a little other things trying to get stuff taken care of. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to get these taped ahead of time to get all the stuff together, but uh, I hope by the end of this week to have that resolved. I am looking into uh, ways of being able to do this so that I can kind of automate things to where I don't have to read the script every day. Uh, I have them taped up ahead of time so that, say, by this time next year when I get to the uh, uh, Tuesday of the fifth week of Ordinary Time, I already have the lectionary part taped and all I have to do is uh, add in my commentary slash uh, teaching uh, so that that gets published that way. I'm also working on uh, getting all of the office stuff done up to where they're read every day, or at least taped every day, so that all I got to do is publish them so that you have all of those, just like I have currently the night office, and the rosary prayer. And I'll probably rework those uh, so that they're a little bit more nicer to the sound, because I've kind of noticed that there's a lot of buzzing and stuff in the background. And if I can work that into the uh, re-edits, those will be nicer to listen to as well. And if everything works the way I hope it will, by this time next month, I will have pretty much everything where I need it to be for all these podcasts to uh, work properly. But other than that, uh, we are going to look at the lectionary reading for today, which is for Tuesday of the fifth week of Ordinary Time. And with that in mind, let us turn our hearts and minds to God in prayer and listen to a reading from the book of Genesis. God said, let the waters teem with an abundance of living creatures, and on earth let birds fly beneath the dome of the sky. And so it happened. God created the great sea monsters and all kinds of swimming creatures with which the waters teem, and all kinds of winged birds. God saw how good it was, and God blessed them, saying, Be fertile, multiply, and fill the water of the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Evening came, and morning followed, the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, cattle, creeping thing, and wild animals of all kinds. And so it happened. God made all kinds of wild animals, all kinds of cattle, and all kinds of creeping things of the earth. God saw how good it was. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the cattle, and over all the wild animals and all creatures that crawl on the ground. God created man in his image, in the divine image he created him. Male and female he created them. God blessed them, saying, Be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all the living things that move on the earth. God also said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant over all the earth, and every tree that has seed-bearing fruit on it, it shall be your food. And to all the animals of the land, all the birds of the air, and all the living creatures that crawl on the ground, I give all the green plants for food. And so it happened. God looked at everything he had made, and he found it very good. Evening came, and morning followed, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all their array were completed, since on the seventh day God was finished with the work he had been doing. He rested on the seventh day from all the work he had undertaken. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work he had done in creation. Such is the story of the heavens and the earth at their creation. The Word of the Lord. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth! O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth! When I beheld your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, Which you set in place. What is man that you should be mindful of him, or the Son of Man that you should care for him? O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth! You have made him a little less than the angels, and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule over the work of your hands, putting all things under his feet. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth! All sheep and oxen, yes and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fishes of the sea, and whatever swims the paths of the seas. O Lord, our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Incline my heart, O God, to your decrees, and favor me with your law. Alleluia, Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees, with some scribes, who had come from Jerusalem, gathered round Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and the scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites as it is written this people honors me with their lips but their hearts are far from me in vain do they worship me teaching as doctrines human precepts you disregard God's commandments but cling to human tradition he went on to say how well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever curses father and mother shall die. Yet you say, if someone says to father or mother any support you might have had from is korban, meaning dedicated to God, you allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition that you have handed on, and you do many such things the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these readings today seem a little disconnected from each other because we get the continuation of the creation story in the first reading, and then the Gospel goes into a discussion about the traditions of men. But in a simple way, they are connected because they show the value of a human person The parents, the reason why we honor them is because they are created in the image and likeness of God. And they, too, are someone we are responsible for. We are not just individuals placed on an island called to live out a Christianity without any contact with any other human being. No. We are created as part of a creation to be part of that creation, to be a participant in the world around us. We don't just take things for ourselves, but we share them with everyone else. You see, the fruits of the ground, the vegetation, is what God gave not just to humanity to eat and survive off of, But he also gave that to every living creature. We can't say, oh, fish can't eat chicken, so therefore they have no right to anything that grows or comes out of the earth. No, we share it with them. Just like we are to care for others. This idea, if you kind of look at our gospel reading about honoring the father and mother, is about our responsibility as children to care for our parents in their old age. Long before there were homes, long before there was Social Security and anything in the United States government to take care of old people when they retire, it was the responsibility of their children to take care of them when they couldn't do so. It also shows that the weak in society, those who are invalids, were also to be cared for by those in society. And that anyone went hungry and weren't taken care of was actually a sign that we didn't understand the commandment to love one another or to honor our father and mother. Because honoring our father and mother is more than just not saying something bad to them and treating them nicely, or obeying them when they give us a directive. It is a reminder of our place in society. It is a reminder that we are created in the image and likeness of God. That it's not just one group of individuals. It's everyone. Male and female, he created them. There's a plurality to the image and likeness of God. And that is why the church exists. That is why we are here. We are all created in the divine image. We are all called to respect one another. When we don't respect one another, that is a problem. And that's something that we need to rectify, not just in how we live, but in how we approach each other and life. So basically, if we really think about it, sorry about that, we need to understand that our relationship to one another is seeing the value and dignity of others. There, there was a guy, his name was Arturo. He was an homeless man once who slept under the Pope's windows that were uh, at the uh, St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. And there were these missionaries of charity that would visit him a few times during the week around 11 o'clock, just as he was trying to cover himself for a night's sleep. And this individual was shown to be cared for by these sisters because they would check on his needs and see if he would need a cheese sandwich or a cup of warm milk in order to be a human being. And this is something that is important for us to remember. Even those beggars that, Stand on street corners that we would want to flick off and ignore They bear the image and likeness of God We need to remember that honoring our father and mother means showing them dignity as well Having respect for individuals as a part of our showing that we love them The Catechism of the Catholic Church in section 1934 tells us that we are all created in the image of one God and are equally endowed with rational souls. All of us have the same nature and the same origin. All of us are redeemed by the sacrifice of Christ and are called to participate in the same divine beatitude. And therefore we enjoy the same equal dignity. There's not a difference that is related to us because of Our ethnic background racial makeup who our fathers and mothers are where we were born or anything else we need to have this idea that every human being possesses an inalienable dignity that is the dignity of being the image and likeness of God that each one of us ought to respect Pope John Paul II, in his Gospel of Life encyclical, said that abortion and euthanasia and all other types of violence against other individuals, whether part of a criminal drug culture or the result of murder, war, genocide, or even the indifference and negligence of those who could help another is a grave moral disorder and a violation of the law of God. We need to understand that the culture of death that is part of our society is something we need to fight and we need to overcome. But we don't do it by forcing somebody to accept our beliefs or forcing ourselves to appropriate from them We need to love one another Sometimes love starves Sometimes love goes to a cross And that, brothers and sisters, is the hardest part of being a Christian Is realizing that sometimes you get hit in one cheek You need to turn that other cheek as well It's the hardest thing in the world But that's what a cross is Sometimes you give to the beggar your last dollar, not because you expect him not to spend it on drugs and alcohol, but because he's the image and likeness of God, and you would rather have God repay you for the kindness that you showed that individual than receive a blessing today or eat a Big Mac. Think about that.